eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Tim Fitzgerald at GoPowerCat.com. And I'm Michael Swain of Fog.net. This is a replay of WIBW show, The Drive. Here's this week's episode on the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network. Good evening, Wildcat and Jayhawk fans, and welcome to The Drive, sponsored by Briggs Auto Group. I am Tim Fitzgerald at GoPowerCat.com. The man across the studio from me is Michael Swain of Fog.net. Anything going on at KU this week? It's been really slow at K-State. Uh, not much going on at KU Fitz. Let's talk a lot about K-State today. I think we probably will. You can interact with us on social media at facebook.com slash the drive show on Twitter at the drive 13. And of course, answer our weekly poll questions and make your game predictions on our Twitter page. And remember, if you ever miss an episode of the drive, you can listen to an audio only version that will appear each Monday morning in the form of a podcast at both gopowercat.com and fog.net. And we start things off with our two-minute drill. The first segment of the two-minute drill is sponsored by Vanderbilt's Your Work Boot Center. Well, we flipped the script. Let's start with KU basketball. Kansas defeated Missouri 74-63 on Saturday in the border showdown. It's a border war, sorry. Michael, did did Missouri expose any big weaknesses for KU despite the Jayhawks winning? I think so fits, and I think this is a specific game plan that Missouri used that we'll see a lot of teams use against KU going forward. Fitz, you know it, everyone knows it. Hunter Dickinson is the best player on Kansas and the most impactful player on KU. Well, what are teams gonna try and do? They're gonna try and slow him down. And one of the ways that Missouri did this was basically by not guarding KJ Adams and Elmarco Jackson for the entire first half. Fitz, it was as drastic a game plan as I've seen. Like anytime those guys touched the ball, there was not a guy within a few feet of him. 
they're basically daring them to make three-point shots, which they've not done very well in their KU careers to this point. And Fitz, this KU team overall has not shot the three ball particularly well. If you look at percentages, yes, they are better than maybe you'd expect. But in terms of the volume of shots that KU is taking, they don't have a lot of guys that want to take three-point shots. And I think the way the Missouri guarded KU really resulted in the Jayhawks having to really, really work for it. And Missouri led for 14 minutes as Dennis Gates really, really likes saying post-game more than I think I've heard anyone lot of 14 minute stretch of a leading when you lost but Fitz looking into Big 12 play we know how good the coaches are in the Big 12 and I think they're going to take this way in this scheme of trying to defend KU and move it into Big 12 play and force guys like Omarco Jackson to make three-pointers force KJ Adams to operate in space where he has to make floaters time in and time out so I think overall KJ Adams is going to be the key to this because he is going to play the four and he's going to play a lot of minutes. Can he find ways to score around the rim and maybe occasionally knock down a little something, you know, 15 feet away from the basket where they have to go out and guard them? But I think defensively, that's how teams are going to guard KU. Offensively, I think you saw it too. Teams are really going to attack Johnny Furphy and Nick Timberlake. And I think those are two guys that really need to improve defensively for KU to reach its ceiling. So for KU, another good win in non-conference play. But I think this is the type of game plan we're going to see a lot of Big 12 coaches use against KU in 2024. And uh, KJ Adams, uh, not a bad block shot. Whew. That was an incredible it play, was Fitz. It was amazing. Fun to watch. Well, let's not waste any time here, Fitz. Kansas State earned a solid 75-60 road victory at LSU, and this came just days after University President Richard Linton ordered the expulsion of Naquan Tomlin. Fitz, two minutes. Talk about it. Good luck. What's funny is our script said explosion. I, I typed it wrong. Hey, um, this has been a mess, but let's start with the good news. Kansas State looked really good at LSU. They looked put together. They looked uh, efficient. Um, and they seem to have a, an emerging self-identity. And, and part of that is the emergence of postman Will McNair, who might be the best true center K-State's had uh, in a very long time, maybe going back to D.J. Johnson or before. Uh, but uh, Arthur Kaluma has taken his game to an incredible level. Uh, he's playing at all Big 12 levels over the last three games or so. And that's really helpful for K-State because, as mentioned, uh, Tomlin will not be returning to Kansas State. In fact, he graduated on Saturday, which was the goal of this coaching staff. No matter how this was resolved with his eligibility at K-State to get his degree, and he's in the transfer portal, and he's a unique case because of the situation at K-State, he is eligible for the second semester of play at wherever he goes. To find someone of his talent to be able to come in immediately and play is incredible. And that's because Kansas State University president uh, has decided he will not be able to play at Kansas State anymore. Now, as you know, there was an investigation around an incident at a bar in Aggieville, and um, he was only charged with disorderly conduct. That was put into diversion. He had taken care of that. And just when that cleared up um, was about the time that President Linton decided to go back to a previous incident, an incident that all the media thought was maybe NCAA related, but also was another incident. But here's what's interesting about that, another incident involving uh, potential contact with a female, which was included in the, the bar incident, but not charged with anything because there's no evidence to support it. So he went back to this and decided it was a Title IX issue, but here's the problem with the president's argument. Kansas State had already cleared him of all of that. He had already been cleared to play once 
um, he, then the Tubby's incident, the, the Aggieville incident happened. So this makes no sense to go back and add that in when they'd already cleared him to play. Now look, nobody here is arguing Naquan is a you know, wonderful human being. He's, he's got some growing up to do. Um, but the fact that they dug so deeply and the president intervened into athletics and took this decision away from basketball and athletics when he had told them this was their decision is troubling. There seems to be a lot of irrational things going on on the campus right now. The Kansas Board of Regents meets on Tuesday and Wednesday for other topics, but I am told this will be a topic because this is not a problem isolated to simply Kansas State Athletics. These type of things are going on across the campus with the new president, and it's hard to watch. Fitz, I think the biggest thing you mentioned there, well, two things, right? Naquan Tomlin graduated. That's yes, awesome. awesome. And that's so big. I think second, right, on the court, kind of gives K-State maybe a siege mentality, mm -hmm. maybe a, a siege against their own school and yeah, institution. It's but it, it's something that, you know, clearly it seems like the team is bonding together with. And, and also, you know, from an X's and O's standpoint, there's not this lingering hope that this potential all-conference level player will be back. It's, that's not going to happen now. So now they have to proceed with this group. They do have Quez Glover still injured, who should be back for Big 12 play. Uh, but boy, um, that's a big piece to lose. And I'm told NIL arrangements as high as $500,000 for the remaining season have been offered to Naquan Tomlin. Mm -hmm. This is not an NCAA issue, as the president has hinted. hinted. He's eligible at the NCAA level. And as far as I know, there were no legal matters pending around Naquan Tomlin, according to police officials. It's crazy. Well, Fitz, you mentioned Big 12 play coming up here. The Big 12 has 12, or sorry, 11 teams in the top 50 of Ken Palm as of this weekend. That's incredible. Is the Big 12 said to be another gauntlet this season for everyone? It's, it's amazing. Adding Houston in, because they're number one, correct, in the Ken Palm? Correct. Uh, adding Houston in, uh, I, you know, Cincinnati's a good program. UCF is building. Houston is amazing. Um, you know, it's just trying to look around the landscape and, and see who you could add. Oh, Arizona next year. How about them? This conference is unbelievable, Michael. I mean, uh, it just keeps going and going, and that's why Brett Yormark wants to explore having a separate basketball uh, contract for the conference, because if you had the right schools from out east, suddenly you have this incredible TV package that goes beyond anything else that's been available in the basketball market. This, this Big 12 is going to be brutal. Kansas State's turning out to be a pretty good team. And what, they're like ninth in the Ken Palm in the Big 12? It's absolutely incredible. Um, we'll see how it all pans out. But boy, uh, if Kansas wins it again, they're going to earn it. Yeah, Fitz, the team you didn't even mention, BYU, oh. is also up there too. Like, that's the crazy part. I think BYU is still undefeated as of Sunday. But you look up and down the conference, right? And it's not even the fact that Houston has added to that top tier of the conference, Fitz. It's the fact that Cincinnati and BYU have added to this middle tier of the conference. And a team like Oklahoma has figured out to where they were ranked this past week. And they just got a big win over Arkansas this weekend. Fitz, the the heart of this conference is just going to beat everything out of each other over the months of January and February, where, again, I don't know if it's going to impact how, can't, or how the Big 12 teams do in the NCAA tournament, but in terms of a product this season fit, it's going to be super exciting. It's a bummer that the round robin is no more, 
but I think you look up and down what a lot of these teams are going to play, right? KU's going to play BYU once, but they're going to play K-State twice. And so I look at the schedule, and it's going to be tough for everyone. And the one nice part about this is with no Big 12 SEC challenge, I do believe every single team is going to have one week where they won't either have a midweek game or a Saturday game. So that little bye week is going to be huge for every single Big 12 team. Absolutely. And if you're wondering Kansas State, I'm sure Kansas is the same as off this week. Uh, it's finals around these parts. Not that I ever took those because I was so smart. They just, never mind. Now a quick look at your poll question results. The poll questions are brought to you by Midland Exteriors. Love the home you live in. Call today for a free estimate. Last week's question was, should the college football playoff have included Florida State? Yes, got 85% of the vote. No, got 15% of the vote. Man, that is, that, that's incredible. Not as incredible as this week's question. How has the K-State administration uh, handled the Naquan Tomlin situation? A, good. B, okay. C, bad. D, disastrous. E, uh, there isn't an E, but I was trying to think of something funny and I didn't. Vote on our Twitter page at the Drive 13. Uh, e could be its own answer. E. It could be. <laughs> but that will do it for this half of the two-minute drill. We will be right back with more on KU and K-State here on The Drive. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to The Drive, fueled by BriggsAuto.com. We are back and we continue our weekly two-minute drill. This segment of the two-minute drill is sponsored by Copeland Insurance Agency, part of your community for more than 60 years. Well, Lance Leipold has his new offensive coordinator. The KU head coach tabbed former OC Jeff Grimes to take over the offense. Michael, what do you think of this hire? I think it's really good. And... If it's, it's all about timing with these things sometimes where yep. if this hire had happened two years ago after the 2021 season, this would have been lauded as one of the best hires yep. anyone could have made. Jeff Grimes led Baylor's offense to an incredibly potent 2021 season and the Big 12 title. The year before that, he made Zach Wilson look like a top five NFL draft pick. That's magic in and of itself. So this is someone with a really good pedigree. And then the last two seasons happened, and if you've not been paying attention, the talent level at Baylor has slowly declined as Dave Aranda has been there. When Aranda got there, it was a lot of Matt Rule guys. And as time has gone on, Aranda has not recruited as well, and his staff has not recruited as well. Less talent, it's a lot harder to work with on offense. And so they've struggled, and Jeff Grimes was let go because Baylor said they had to make changes. So this is an interesting story here, Fitz, because Lance Leipold actually reached out to Jeff Grimes right after he got let go, when Andy Kolderneke was still the offensive coordinator at Kansas because Leipold wanted Grimes to come just watch a practice. And then when Kolderneke made the move to Penn State, that's when things started to ramp up. And I think in terms of a fit, 
Look, KU has a unique offense, but the base principles of KU's offense are those same base principles that Jeff Grimes wants to run. He calls his offense the RVO, reliable, violent offense. Hmm. Some of the same things that Lance Leipold wants to be reliable. Guys line up in the same spot. They have the correct motions at the right time. They're violent at the point of attack. Fitz, how many times have I sat up here and talked about physicality and how much Lance Lapa wants his team to be physical? So this, in terms of a on-field thing, fits. Now, there will be some tweaks, right? Jeff Grimes does a lot more under center. It'll be fascinating to see what that looks like this year because KU was a true shotgun team that maybe had two snaps under center all year. That will be an interesting development to watch during the spring practice period. We'll get there in due time. But for the immediate future, Grimes is in Lawrence this weekend. He's on the road recruiting this week. He observed practice. Jim Zabrowski, though, will still call plays for KU in the bowl game. Very interesting. I like this hire a lot. I mean, he has had a lot of success, and let's be blunt. Someone had to get fired at, at Baylor, and it wasn't going to be Dave Aranda. Yep. You nailed it, Fitz. Well, meanwhile, at K-State, offensive coordinator Colin Klein has moved to Texas A&M, and some key players have also hit the transfer portal. So, Fitz, let's get like a vibe check here. What's going on with the state of Kansas football, Kansas State football right let now? Me, let me just say that in normal weeks, this would be an enormous story. Colin Klein at A&M got totally overlapped by all the basketball stuff. There's, we still haven't seen what the contract will be for Colin, but it is rumored that he is going to be the highest paid um, offensive coordinator or maybe assistant coach in college football. We'll see if that actually happens. The money was too good. And, you know, he'd been offered by Notre Dame. Uh, there was a report that he was offered by Penn State. I cannot verify that. Um, I think, look, let's be honest, he knows James Franklin. He recruited him to Kansas State when James Franklin was Kansas State's offensive coordinator. Um, that was on his watch. So they, they go way back. Um, but I would imagine they did talk, and he said, look, that's not really a good fit for me. And him, though, as an ag and engineering school uh, where you don't have to play in snow like we're seeing right here, uh, seemed like a pretty good fit. And also, let's be honest again, if you are successful as an offensive coordinator in the SEC, you're a head coach the next season. It's just the way things work. And so I'm happy for Colin. Um, with that, though, came a lot of concern that Avery Johnson, the quarterback, the only remaining scholarship quarterback at K-State, would head to AM. There has been zero thought of that from the Johnson family. He's excited about his opportunity to be the starting quarterback. He's all in on K-State football and is staying. But more than a dozen scholarship players have gone into the portal. And while most of them haven't been a surprise, there have been a few that caught the coaches off guard. It's The portal goes both ways. I mean, you have players that want better opportunities, so they leave your program. But you also have players that just aren't going to make the depth chart in the near future. And so you encourage them to go look elsewhere. So sometimes the portal is overmeasured and over too big of a concern. But you still have to fill those holes so Chris Kleiman right now is recruiting, managing the transfer portal, trying to find an offensive coordinator slash um, quarterback coach, uh, or one of each. And it looks like Connor Riley will indeed be the offensive coordinator for the bowl game. He is K-State's offensive line coach, and he might be the permanent offensive coordinator, but they're going to hire that QB coach after the bowl game. Don't rush it. Get it right. So it's what, just nothing going on in Manhattan, Michael. Nothing. Fits my head is spinning. I, know. I don't know how you're dealing with all of this, but I think it's fascinating, right? Financially, 
for Klein, like it makes sense. Also in terms of the resources at A&M to get talented players for someone that's smart like him to use, I think it's a, a good decision for him. And just like Andy Koldenecki, right, you, you have success at a school like that, head coach next year. We talk about uh, advantage in budgets with you can pay coaches more and those things. The real advantage is you have more analysts. You have more staff. They can manage the portal. They can manage your recruiting and send you out on the road. It's just yeah. a lot easier on coaches. And now we step out of bounds, and Out of Bounds is brought to you by Darris Corner Market. We love local, and we are local for you. Fitz, we can keep this one a little shorter, but I want to get your take on this. Shohei Hotani Good. has agreed to a 10-year, $700 million contract with the L.A. Dodgers. How out of control are these baseball contracts, and what do you think about how this impacts maybe teams like the Royals or just other MLB teams, yeah. period? Yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, I'll say I look at most of these contracts and say, this guy isn't worth it. This guy's actually worth it. I mean, he really is. As long as his shoulder comes back, you've got one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. And, oh, yeah, uh, he, he plays at, you know, he can play position or DH for you, too, on, on the off days. It's absolutely incredible. It's such a throwback. He's worth every penny. But you're right. This, the disparity between the big market, uh, the media deals a team in L.A. or New York gets just absolutely dwarfs what the Royals or small market teams get. And this is the result. Good for him, though. Awesome. Yeah, it's a good deal, and I think it's crazy. You look at what the A's have had as their payroll. It's less than the value of this contract. It's insane. Unbelievable. Now let's hear from our fans. Our fan question is sponsored by Medlark Retirement Awaits in Manhattan, where you can live your way every day. All right, our fan question this week is, Fitz, could Kansas State lose Jerome Tang over the ongoing tension with university president? And this is from, oh, Richard in Manhattan. Mm. Um, I think it's probably different. Uh, I hope. But look, um, yes, the short answer is absolutely. This needs to be cleared up in some way. Um, if you're in a job and you have a boss that intervenes and, and disrupts your ability to perform your job um, for what you believe to be unreasonable and, and irrational things, then, yeah, you look elsewhere. There's a lot of pressure on Gene Taylor, the AD, too. Um, there's been a lot of talk about him being fired over this, which is absolutely unfathomable to me. And he's best friends with Chris Kleiman. This mm. could be apocalyptic for Kansas State sports. Well, remember to ask us your questions on our Facebook page and on Twitter at The Drive 13. When do we return? We will look at our predictions here on The Drive. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to The Drive, fueled by BriggsAuto.com. Well, it's head to head, time to head down the home stretch of this week's show. Now let's... Take a look at our predictions. Predictions are brought to you by Kites. Meeting your friends at Kites since 1954. Remember to make your weekly predictions on our Twitter page at the Drive 13. Here are last week's results. We all might want to meet at Kites. And Ooh, woof. I, I got the only game right out of all of us. 
Um, in picking K-State to win at LSU, which I did so um, thinking I was wrong. I was right. That's how it goes. Michael, do you got any explanation for your behavior here? Uh, I basically acted like the K-State president and decided to do my job very poorly this week. Let's start with this week's picks. And K-State will play host of Nebraska next Sunday. K-State's a seven-and-a-half point favorite. i got to go with the Cats. They're playing yeah, well. I'll go with K-State, too. I mean, they showed me some stuff this past week. Yep. Next up is Kansas at Indiana. KU's a seven-and-a-half point favorite. I'll be taking KU to cover that. I don't think Indiana's very good from what I saw this no, past weekend. No, I'm, I'm all in on KU for that one, too. Our last game of the week is Baylor and Michigan State. We decided to make this a pick em, to make it easy. Who do you think will win, Michael? I'll take Baylor. Okay. I'll take Michigan State. Oh. This is a green-on-green green delight. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, again, make your picks on our Twitter page at the Drive 13 And it's time for our On the Clock segment. On the Clock, sponsored by Carpet One. Buy local for a strong local community. Let's start with Michael Swain of Fog.net. Fitz, I feel like I need like a hard hat because construction at David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium is going to get started this week as nice. they tear down the, the west side of the stadium and really get started on a lot of the process that's going to lead to a, a new-look stadium for KU in 2025. It's going to be a long road ahead, and obviously I think KU is going to hope that the weather's on their side, but it's going to be fascinating to watch as everything changes over the next two years. Well, that was quick. Very brief. That was nice. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to set aside the K-State stuff cuz I want to talk about a KU topic mm. because it hit home personally for me. Um, as you know, I have stage 4 cancer. As you know, KJ Adams' mom just died of cancer. And for the Antlers, the Missouri fan club, to pick that as a point to try to, I don't even understand what they did, but to make fun of KJ over his mom's death is sickening, repulsive, and goes beyond the means of any rowdy group. That isn't rowdy. That's disgusting. Missouri, kick them off campus. Do it. And that's it for this week's edition of The Drive. We'll see you next week right here and all week on social media.